Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 8 of The Legend of PJ Famicom. On this podcast, I let my computer pick a random track from one of my solo releases, then I talk about the song before and after we listen to it. As always, thank you very much for listening. For this reason alone, I will consider you a total non-poser. Our first track today is from my 2009 album, Perilous. It's titled Devil Eyes, named after the hit song for Merciful Fate. They were, it might still be, my favorite heavy metal band. At the time of writing this song, I was living on the back porch at 165, and it was not a very secure private place. I'm aware it was very easy for anyone to peek in on me or invite themselves into my bed while I was sleeping. And while this wasn't a normal occurrence, it was a source of vague anxiety for me. And honestly, I could have set up a bed in any of our rooms and faced the same problem. And it was the devil looking in on me, the devil who might cause problems for me, bringing drama into my life. Drama I didn't have time for. The end result of the track is somewhat sloppy, but it was pretty good for the time for me. It was a good sound for Super Famicom, built on an acoustic guitar with clean singing, with the heaviness creeping in and taking over. Signature for Super Famicom, I played a lot of jazzy chords. I guess you'd call them that. Power chords with the third added to the bottom, with the root note in the middle. The electric guitar is my Kramer Striker, played through Brandon Dooley's Line 6 Flex Tone. I know there's a lot of talk about the Line 6 Spider amps, but I always thought the Flex Tone sounded really good. The drums are Evan Gornick's, as they always were from 2008 to sometime in 2010. And The Devil Never Dies, by Super Famicom. This is Devil Eyes. Next, we have a song from 2008's The Wandering Floor at Part 1. It's named for my friend Brett Peters, then username Patrick Renna, named after the actor from Disney's The Big Green. I named the song after him because he wanted me to send him some instrumental track for him to record his hardcore vocals over for some message board challenge. So I sent him this song. 
I think my own vocals were better, but of course, I would only write things to my own preference. You can hear the Mount Erie influence in my phrasing, but my vocals definitely have a better sense of emotion. This is the last release with which I played my miniature acoustic guitar, now tuned all the way up to B. The percussion is me hitting on various things, all tracks separately, with different levels of reverb. It's a cool sound, sloppy as you'd expect. Let's hear it. The song is called Rena. The riff in that one's pretty good. It could probably do with a groovy bass line, but I wasn't doing that at the time, however easy it might have been to pitch shift my guitar. I like how the reverb adds a chilliness to the song, about cold streams and being frozen-hearted. Our next song today is called The Valkyrie's Burden, set to come after The Valkyrie's First Wife, which was released on my album Texas. This track, however, was never released, it was originally intended for my 2007 split with Fire Island AK, but for a split I figured I should have some threshold for a song quality, as if I were a judge of that. If I'd known how long and experimental the other side of the split was, I would have included this track, but communication wasn't what it is today. Splits were planned through messages on MySpace, and it's not like I was getting on there every day. I had the internet at my parents' house, but not on the road, and often not at my house on Pomar Street, when that split finally came to be. But this track was recorded in Ben and L's garage in West Nashville on a Fostex four track recorder. Ben let me play with it for the night. This is one of the songs that came out at four or five in the morning after playing a show and walking to Waffle House to sit and write lyrics, which are mostly about putting my whole self into my music, only to have my best ideas copied by less creative people with better resources. 
That's the way it works with art, and probably not worth singing about. At the time, I didn't know what a Valkyrie was, but I guess those who might steal the only part of me that had any worth might be considered Valkyries, or Angels of Death, or Choosers of the Slain in North Mythology. And what is their burden? I guess the song, The Valkyrie's Burden. If you I tell I wrote that song really fast, but I guess that's all right. Tons of great songs are made up on the spot or completely improvised. Our next song is neither of those. It's called Growing Up from a short release from 2002 called Don't Open Till 7 O'Clock. It's one of the first songs I wrote when I devised this plan to play solo shows. The very first recording of it was on my boombox before I decided on a vocal style. Then it was recorded on my General Electric micro cassette for the first acoustic album, Memories on Index Cards. And I don't know why I recorded it again for this CD, maybe so I could peddle something to my friends at school and make a dollar to put toward my next release. This version was recorded with electric guitar, probably my Memphis guitar, through my PV Studio Chorus amp. I played and sang into a computer microphone that came with some Jungle Book Adventure game for Windows that section relied on voice recognition. The lyrics are about getting over my first breakup, which is something most adults can relate to. This isn't the best version of the song for sure. You can hear my lack of patience while letting the chords ring out. Oh well, my sense of rhythm and timing still wasn't so great in 2002. I was a noob, but guess what? I'm still growing up. <laughs> The way I feel I learned your promises weren't real I always thought our love would last But in the end it came to pass I'm growing up and waking up I know it's never coming back I'm growing up and waking up I know it's never coming back 
And all my dreams will not come true But all of them included you I felt so empty for so long But all those feelings had been wrong I'm growing up and waking up I know it's never coming back I'm growing up and waking up I know it's never coming back Growing up and waking up, I know it's never coming back. I'm growing up and waking up, I know it's never coming back. Our last track today or tonight is from Super Famicom's 2007 split with Real Life Tigers. At the time, I was getting a lot of writing practice, working on lyrics at BJ's Restaurant, an all-night establishment without a non-smoking section. So it's about the first winter rain of 2006, watching people giving different similes to everything. It's the kind of song I think Simon and Garfunkel might have written, and I think the final track has a great ambiance, very nice to listen to. This is the kind of stuff I wanted to listen to when stoned. Cold, gloomy, and pretty. I guess my tastes haven't changed much. The track was recorded in my parents' basement in the early spring of 2007, while everyone was asleep. My half-sized guitar was tuned to A at the time, so the song is in the key of F. A good key for my voice, I think. So let's relax before parting ways, at our cozy tables with our hot coffees, spiked with sweet and low. It's time for rain.
taking the clothes of the trees like rinsing the fat from their fingers naked thin and wiry and just too wet to burn Takes me back to the spring. Warm, hopeful daydreams that never even did a thing. Let my body. Thanks again, always, for listening. Next time, we'll be going through tracks from Super Famicom's The Good Lord Sent a Whale to Swallow Me, PJ Baby's Tour CD, Diamond Famicom's Ten Movements, Super Famicom's P.S. If the Answer is No, Then Try to Forget I Ever Asked, and Super Famicom's Endless Fervor. So if you need anything between now and then, my email should be listed in this episode's description. Otherwise, we'll hook up at the next episode.